Voice of the Black and Amber, Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM. Chadwick Kilkenny, supporting Community Radio, Kilkenny City Sport on 88.7 FM. Right, a very good evening. You're very welcome to Sunday Evening Talk Sport, a roundup of all the action from the weekend as the Shamrocks take their ninth uh, senior hurling club title. The McCall Croaks, while they edge past uh, Watty Graham's Glen by a point or two. And, uh, well, Wexford are in the Walsh Cup final as uh, awfully defeated Leash today. That means Wexford went through to the final on the head-to-head. We'll uh, give you all the soccer results and uh, everything else besides Manchester United and Arsenal are locked at two apiece. Nicky Brennan is still in Dublin and uh, Nicky, you watched that All-Ireland Club final. Shamrocks had to battle all the way. Yes, I did indeed, Pat, and they had to surely battle all the way. They came, they put on a bit of a sport in the latter stages and it was not, it will not go down as one of the great games uh, of, of club finals, but nevertheless, after what happened in Shamrocks Valley Hill last year, this year it was about atoning and winning. And I suppose the first thing that should be said, I was pretty shocked to arrive in Croke Park and to see the condition of the field. It was absolutely shocking. It reminded me of days long ago when I actually had a bit of forget about uh, maybe doing some work and bringing in people to relook at the place. It was I'm not sure what happened. I mean, obviously they relayed the field totally after Garth Brooks. Maybe it didn't get enough time. It got a lot of heavy traffic in the month of January with club games. Leinster played an awful lot of matches up there as well. Uh, so possibly overuse, but it is, uh, it's a badly need of a lot of TLC. But that aside, it did impact the game today. We all know the Shamrocks are a team that thrive on the jab lift and moving with the ball, and they struggled badly in that department today. And it certainly was a factor. But they got going in the first, uh, within two minutes, Joey Cuddy, uh, after TJ Reid, uh, 40, uh, 65 had dropped short Joey collected the ball and popped it over the bar but then they were rocked when Ronan Malai wing forward a really good build up by Dunlai lashed it to the back of the net a goal to a point and we said oh no are these guys from uh, Dunlai really going to going to take it on today and they did for a long time but Colin Fennelly TJ Reid and TJ Reid from a 65 all put the Shamrocks back into the lead. Not for long as Paul Shields from a, from about 50 metres out, he popped the ball over the bar uh, and that um, tied the game up again. And indeed, uh, done light through their corner back, Oren Quinn. Yes, number four, he popped over a ball to put them ahead. Not for long, Owen Cody managed the match today and he, he, he took his... Um, he, took his responsibilities big time today. He bagged a goal on 15 minutes, uh, set up by Colin Fenley, and a neat deft tap-in by, by Owen Cody. Could have maybe made a bigger, maybe he could have brought a swing on it and mightn't have got the same touch, but put it into the back of the net. And I suppose it was a key goal uh, for uh, Shamrock's Ballyhale. But look, there was very little in the game. The, uh, the Northerners responded with points from Conal Gunning, a free, and uh, Nicky McCaig. But Cody was back again, and Evan Shefflin, all was good for a point, it must be said, and he set up on Cody for another one. But they kept battling the way. It was 1-9 to 1-7 at half-time uh, after the Shamrocks had led by four points coming into the closing stages. But Sean Elliott and a free from Colin Cunning. I think Nicky is gone. Something after happening there. Anyway, someone's after cutting him short. Anyway... 
we'll uh, we'll go to the dressing room and we'll see how that's going. We'll try and uh, re-establish a link with Nikki as well uh, shortly. Championship Hurling on Community Radio Kilkenny City is sponsored by John Brennan Machinery, Country Style Foods, Michael Ling Motors and JJ Kavanagh Bus. Community Radio Kilkenny City, for the people, by the people. Congratulations, Ronan, captain of the team in the Ireland final. A great achievement and uh, you deserve it because you missed out last year. Yeah, it's a killer last year there. Um, broke my arm like two or three weeks before the final, so yeah, delighted to get back and... It's fair happy just to go over the line because you know, it's a long time waiting for especially like losing last year last minute goal like there's a lot of hunger to get back here and once you got back then we just had to finish the job and delighted that we did like and it wasn't an easy game today though if you pulled away a bit in the end all right but they, they, they made it hard to you the whole way through yeah it was an easy strange enough game to be involved in we weren't we didn't play as good as we could have but maybe we were maybe we weren't let i suppose they were they weren't bad like and yeah, only the last 10 minutes, so we, only, we got on top and we kind of finished it out. But up until that, it's why I could win either way, yeah. Well, after last year losing to Ballygunner, I know you weren't there, there was a real fight about this team. They wanted to get back, the 50th anniversary and various other things in the club as well. The motivation was really there to win this one. <coughs> yeah, as soon as we won Kilkenny there, um, I think lads were... Obviously, you can't take your eye off the ball in Leinster, but like the, the main goal was try, try and get back to Ireland, try and, try and get over the line. And yeah, We trained hard, trained over Christmas, trained... Up, Trained twice a week, match every Sunday or whatever, and you know it's a lot of sacrifice too, but it's worth it in the end, I suppose. Well done, Ron. Thanks, William. All was worth it in the end. Uh, back to Nicky Brennan and his report. Yes, Pat. I hope you can hear me better now. Um, yeah, and well, at half time it was one nine to one seven, and the, the, the Northern lads kept plugging away. Chamas popped over a few points, but they were responding every time. And when it, in the forty-three minutes after Conal Gunning and Caelan Malai had popped over two points. To make it 113 to 112. Oh, shades of Ballygunner from last year came into vogue, but the last 10 minutes very much uh, were, were Shamrocks on top. They popped over eight points during that period where their opponents only got two, and that essentially was it with Owen Cody, Paddy Mullen in, in particular, Colin Fenley, uh, very, go- very good, and then four unanswered points at the end. Owen Cody, Ronan Corcoran, Brian Cody, and Dara Corcoran all pointed at the end to give them a deserved win but it, it won't go down as the greatest display by the Shamrocks but there was a nervousness about their play yes the pitch was a factor but they were missing the two Mullins and Adrian Mullins was a colossal loss in the middle of the field and Darren as well who did get a little bit of game time at the end so when you were going out of there two of those experienced players that was a big ask of them and obviously there was a nervousness after last year but a great win for them nine, nine titles now and um, you can tell the listeners there as four of those players have six titles now, and that is a, a superb haul of medals uh, by the Shamrocks. They're, they're just an incredible team, and obviously players now, a number of them are going to depart for various areas around the world. You won't probably get to play all the interviews this evening, but uh, Colin Fenley, um, Colin Fenley, Brian Cody, uh, Joey Holden, and uh, one or two more are heading off to different parts. I didn't like to ask them when they think they might be back, but um, there was a sense that they, they just need to go off on these journeys now, like a lot of club players are and uh, see another side of life, what they left with, uh, and there'll be great celebrations over the next week or so uh, before some of them have start heading away from uh, next weekend. A great win, a deserved win, and uh, a great feat too for, uh, it must be said, for Pat Hoban, uh, Jimmy Maher, and Niall Lacey. They deserve a lot of credit. There was a great bond about that team, and I saw it at first hand today when it was uh, close in the dressing room after the match. A great spirit, and that certainly was a big factor in getting them over the line today. Shamrocks 122, Dunlai. 115.
And uh, Nikki, while you were away, uh, Conaghy Shamrock's Camogie team had a great win in minor Camogie. Yes, they did, Pat. Yes, they took on a much delayed game. Uh, it took a long time for this game to be played. And then what did they do? They put it on at one o'clock at the same time as the Shamrocks. Uh, obviously, fixture makers in the in the Camogie so, uh, group um, board in Kilkenny obviously uh, don't think much of uh, our county champions uh, representing the county. But that is it may. It was an even enough first half. But the tit uh, for tat scoring up to the 17 minute, four points apiece. Uh, but a goal in the 24th minute by Amy Brennan edged Connie ahead and uh, responded a good response from Rachel Lahey. But two Connie points from Sarah Dooley and Ella Gunner made the score 1 6 to, to uh, 5 points at half time. And uh, yes, when uh, Rachel Lahey got the first score of the second half, followed by uh, an Amy Brennan point, and then a goal from Leave Lahey, that really tightened up the game big time. But in, on, that was in the 32nd minute. But two minutes later, Ellen Gunner bagged a penalty for uh, Connie. And they got two further goals in the 44th and 47th minute from Ella Boogie and Amy Brennan again. And that put them in the driving seat. Now, I'm, I don't actually know, Pat, what the final score was because I have 4-10 to 1-8, I have 4-10 to 1-9 and a 4-9 to 1-8 from different sources. It doesn't really matter, but a, a bit of history today in Ballyragget uh, for Conaghy. Game was um, a bit uh, stopped, start and scrappy in the first half. I suppose conditions were obviously challenging for the teams. But a good win for Connie and uh, obviously a first uh, A title uh, for at minor level. And uh, that's, uh, that's fantastic, coming after some good successes at Camogie in the last couple of years. So well done to all involved. Uh, it's something that uh, we're very proud of. So I'm sure that there'll be a little bit more about that uh, from uh, Aoife Lanningen tomorrow evening. And uh, we'll obviously talk more about the uh, Shamrocks match. But I know you have uh, a pile more of interviews to play and I'll be listening to them. And uh, hard luck to the Kilkenny ladies footballers. Uh, today, obviously, as somebody said, Rome wasn't built in a day, and that's the way to look at it. And a uh, well done yesterday to the Loretta Camogie team. They won the Leinster A Junior title. You'll have some stuff on, uh, on in the in the can there for that as well. Very very impressive winners over Loretta uh, from uh, from Wexford, and the Loretta A team are in the semi final perhaps next Saturday. I didn't hear who won the Munster final, but I'm suspect Jerry Drennan is uh, listening to this and may very well send on the details and we'll know who Loretta are playing in the A All-Ireland semi-final. That's it, Pat, from Dublin. Back to you. OK, now we'll let Nicky off and uh, enjoy his bowl of soup. OK, well, TJ Reid, Owen Reid, Colin Fendi and Mark Elward have now won six All-Ireland club senior hurling titles. So, well done to them. Here's uh, the atmosphere in the dressing room and uh, Colin Fenley. Congratulations, Colin. Uh, great to come back and, I suppose, be part of this whole year for uh, Shamrock's Ballyhale and grand to finish it off, I suppose, especially after last year's disappointment. No, it is. You wouldn't think now, back a year ago, that he could even be near this position. Um, something that never crossed your mind. Um, when I suppose when I got away, you, you get a break. Um, you see the lads back playing, and I suppose it's that hunger that comes back in you, and it's just uh, that natural natural thing that just just happens um, and you know after two or three months of just I suppose staying away from it and keeping the head down um, I remember just ringing Pat and said look Pat you know I have a chance here to I suppose get a bit of fitness back you know I, I've been just going downhill downhill for years there and um, he just said right perfect I'll put you on to Niall and he rang Niall straight away Niall rang me I say within 20 minutes he had programs for me um, and 
I suppose when he came back then, it was just, just sheer hunger to get back. And I suppose our focus was the county final, and that was it. Um, you know, I actually had planned to leave after that, but like as soon as you win, that just the hunger just goes on. Yeah, and uh, today you were, I never felt you were going to lose, but do you know, they were never safe in that game today. How far from it? There, there, there was always, was it three points, two points, one point, and, and, and that's obviously not where we want to be, especially after last year. And I suppose that last five minutes, I suppose we, we just, we got those scores, the experience came through, and, uh, you know, it was absolutely brilliant to see that four or five point gap there, um, that security, and it was absolutely amazing. And uh, everybody works. You see Joey Holden coming up the field the last few boards. It was just amazing to see it so twice. Colin, you're now going to be heading off again, so uh, heading off on your travel shortly. Yeah, yeah, heading, we're, myself and Lydia are heading to um, Dubai uh, Tuesday week, so it's, it's just an amazing feeling after winning. Um, now nine All-Ireland Finals for the club and uh, it's, it's absolutely fantastic achievement and uh, I, I, I can't wait to just spend the next week, two weeks with the lads and uh, head off to, to Dubai down with Leah and just, just really enjoy it and, and take it all in. Yeah, well, well done, Colin. It was a great return for yourself and a great win today. Well done. Thanks, Nicky. Thanks very much. Uh, Owen Cody, man of the match. Congratulations, Owen. Coming into Croke Park and man of the match in All-Ireland Final Day, that's the stuff a lot of young men dream about. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, sports, I actually, last day, uh, probably got man match. I didn't think I deserved it myself, but probably got a bit, a lot of stick, actually, for it, to be honest. And probably in the back of my mind that today I go out and I try my best, and I know myself, you know, when I heard my best, and I really kind of go out, I'm probably worried man match most days. And today, the way things went for me inside, thinking back out, got a few balls, like it was teamwork, but I, I'm, I'm absolutely delighted and thrilled. I'm, so probably had my four All-Ireland with Barry Hale, and I probably haven't, Laid up as much as I hoped that the last three years, and that's something that's probably burdened me over probably in my head. And it's absolutely massive say for myself personally, but just for the team. I'm absolutely delighted, especially without Adrian there. Say, I knew I had to put up the socks, and I did as much as I could, and I'm absolutely delighted. Yeah, when you knew Adrian and Darren weren't the starting today, that's a fair blow to any team. I don't care how good a team you are, they're two serious guys to be down. Yeah, no, it's obviously it's a big deal that they're gone. They're two of the best hurlers in the county, in the country, like, but. Like, it's not a blow. Like, we have a great panel there. Like, see the lads come on. Like, it's not a blow. It's a, it's, it's a setback. But we drive on. Like, we probably drive under them. And the age not playing today drove us on that extra bit that we might have needed. And obviously, if he was there, he would have been great help. But, look, we don't see them things as a, as a blow. We, we use them to motivate us. Like, before the game, we use Adrian's initial to miss, that he's missing to motivate us to do for him. And thankfully, we did. And of course, during the course of the match, you never got that far away from him. They were always staying on your uh, coattails and not went ahead initially in the early stages. So you had to respond. And it was a good sign of a team that you were able to keep, keep your nose ahead the whole time. Yeah, no, absolutely not. We didn't get away from them at all. Like, they're, they're a great team. And we probably looking back and we didn't, we didn't go hurl great. But that was down to them. Like, seen the last probably five minutes what we could do. And we just started using the ball. And probably look back on ourselves and saying, like, why didn't we just do that earlier and more often? We're kind of lumping ball and hitting bad wides and stuff, and that was down to ourselves and probably the, the pressure they were putting us under. But yeah, no, they're a great team, and look, at times there, I was thinking back to the last year and saying, look, if we don't put the foot down now, we could be caught here. And yeah, and anyone when it was two or three points near the end, did that cross your mind? Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Like, yeah, like there's no point being through like them experience of losing the game by last minute goal if you're not going to learn from it. So that was in completely in my mind, and then rather than thinking it's going to happen again, I was thinking this is not going to happen again. Like we use that shouting at Richie to the lads in the half back line, lads, they're running at us, don't let them through. If they get to that ball 65, we take them down, they're going past you, take them down. There's no point in chancing it. And thank God, look, we, there were probably two or three times we had to take them down 
but we got a few scores as well, which helps. Well done, Owen, and congratulations. Thanks, Minnie. Thank Joy Holden, congratulations, Joy. Another great win for, for yourself. And I suppose when you look back on it, it was a, a whole season where you might not have been around and maybe circumstances. Now that it's over, I'm sure you're delighted to be part of it. And I suppose maybe if there's one disappointment at the end, you probably nearly had a point at the very end of the match. Yeah, someone said I could have shot her right, but there was lads calling for it. So <laughs> I suppose I said I'd give it to them and let, let, let them have a pop. But I know absolutely, absolutely buzzing still, absolutely delighted to be a part of this. It was very close that I suppose I wouldn't be here, I wouldn't be a part of it, but I'm sure the boys would have drove on anyway. Um, but it doesn't just, I suppose, when it's just time to think about it, it's just outrageous what we've done over the last maybe five years, winning five in a row with Kilkenny and four Leinster titles, and now three out of four club all earns is not bad either. So, uh, yeah, just delighted to be a part of this wonderful team. As I said to some of your colleagues here, look, it was never safe today. You always seemed to be in control of the match, but when it was two or three points, shades of Benny Guller went into my mind anyway. Yeah, absolutely. It was, it was just nip and tuck, and it was kind of a scrappy game. And, I suppose the pitch was maybe a bit bare and there's a lot of drop ball, but it's just a, just a battle, you know, and I think that's what this team does above all else, is they, we battle, we, we won't give up, we'll keep on going, whether we're winning or losing, we'll keep battling, and we had to battle out there, and then got a few bit of quality at the end, and the forwards just popping, popping over scores, and, and that was the difference in the end. Well, Joe, you now are off on your travels again, so we wish you well and uh, a safe journey. Thanks very much, appreciate it. Thanks, Joe. Congratulations to you. They're always nice to win another All-Ireland, and uh, Shamrock's Valley Hale, their nine title. It, it was never easy today, but you were the better team. Yeah, yeah, may, maybe, yeah. Um, I suppose redemption um, is, is sweet. Um, probably a little bit nervous, nervous to lose again. Um, it was last year that hurt was, was, was still um, living in our memory, and then and maybe it was that fear of losing again, and maybe we were a little bit cagey. And then it was only when the last five minutes we opened up, we started playing, we started running that, we started breaking tackles, we started running on, on, the, on the spare shoulder. And then we, we won by seven in the end. Um, but don't lie, um, credit to them, they made it very hard on us. Um, they're well able to hurl pace, um, well able to use the ball. Um, yeah, first half, we probably had maybe one or two goal chances there. Maybe we, we could have been a little bit further. But we knew these boys were going to be difficult. Um, the best St. Thomas's, best Loch Neal. We played both those teams over the last um, three or four years and we found it very hard to beat them. So we respected them. We studied them for the last two weeks, three weeks. And, um, and today was a, was a, was a battle. And, um, and yeah, we, we, we probably um, deserve to win today. And uh, look, I don't want to overdo this to more people. You've played in this uh, venue a lot of times, but it was very hard to use your standard. You're brilliant at the at the, the, the jab lifting up of the ball into the hand. Yeah. It wasn't easy to do that today, and I think that affected some of the flow of the game, the Valley Hale game anyway. Yeah, we, we played here and I played here a while, um, and that was probably the worst conditions Crow Park was in. And look, I know it's January and all that, but yeah, it was very bad. Um, it was like, like sand. I don't know what <laughs> I don't know what they're doing over the last couple of weeks, and it's not like if they're getting uh, matches every every day there. Um, very, there's no grass on the pitch. Uh, look, it was there for both teams. Um, Crow Park did their best, but yeah, um, yeah, very sloppy. Lads were trying to raise the ball and getting stuck in the, on the sand there and stuff like that. But look, it was it was it was soft. There was no puddles of water. There was no muck. Ball, the ground was hard. But yeah, look. Um, uh, now after winning, it it it, 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 it doesn't. Um, it's probably um, irrelevant, really. Well done, TJ. Congratulations. Thank you very much, Thank you. Thank you. 
Jadrox Kilkenny and Community Radio Kilkenny City 88.7 FM for Top Class Sport. Jadrox sponsoring Sunday evening talk sport on CRKC 88.7 FM. Okay, well, Arsenal have beaten Manchester United 3-2 there, a late goal from Nikita in the 89th minute. Uh, giving Arsenal all three points as uh, they win 3-2 and uh, they go back, what is it, five points clear of Manchester City at the top of the table. OK, Manchester United stay in fourth. We're going to go to the Walsh Cup last night and what an occasion down in Wexford Park. And we had our man there, Liam Kelly O'Rourke. Did you enjoy it? Very much so, Pat. Yeah, it was a real, that's the word, occasion because they had the schools match on before, good council winning handsomely over Wexford CBS. They had the switching on of the lights, they had a light show and they had a fireworks display. So oh. Wexford County Board made sure that you were entertained both on and off the field. Yeah. And, and the match was fair entertaining. It had a championship Straight. feel to it, really. Yeah. And uh, like in the first 10 to 15 minutes, if not 20, there was very quick ball going in. There was hardly any solos or anything. It was fastball into creation chances on both ends and look Wexford were marginally the best side but in terms of a, a run out and I'd say Kilkenny made 8 if not 9 changes during the course yeah, of the yeah. 70 minutes so I think as a workout Derek Ling will be very pleased but Wexford just about edged it Yeah and I think uh, Wexford had about 9 players that would have played in the championship last year Kilkenny had 4 starting out mm. kind of thing so And that was one of the points yeah. I put to Derek uh, post-match that uh, it's a strange thing to say to a Kilkenny manager after losing the game, but you must be relatively pleased considering what Wexford team you were facing. Yes, yeah. Because the likes of like Conor McDonald, especially in the first half, he got on a lot of ball and took some lovely scores. Um, Lee Chin was quieter than you might expect for a player of his calibre. I still don't think he's a free taker either, but in my opinion, <laughs> I, and I don't, I don't think I'm alone in that opinion. Um, but they had a lot of big hitters out there, and in fairness, when they brought on the likes of Ross Banville and uh, Corey Byrne Dunbar, they had an impact as well. So whether you were there. Egan or Derek Ling going home yesterday evening I don't think uh, they would have been crying themselves to sleep I think they would, would both be reasonably happy but uh, we'll just give you a rundown as to how the game uh, played out briefly um, Wexford made the brighter start going into a two points to no score lead after three minutes a good link up play from Mikey Dwyer found uh, uh, Kieran McDonald for the uh, Connor McDonald for the opening score before Dio O'Keefe made it two points to no score Kilkenny did respond with three points um, good score from Keane Kenny from the wing um, a turn and twist from the wing and popped it over he found his second point of the day in the 7th minute before Tom Phelan opened his account in the 10th minute so Kilkenny 3-2 up at that stage but Wexford did come back uh, with a point from uh, Conor McDonald once again who as we've alluded to had a very good game throughout the 70 minutes uh, and really was neck and neck in the opening uh, uh, quarter of the game uh, with it four points apiece after 13 minutes of play uh, Kilkenny hit a bit, bit of a purple or Wexford I beg your pardon hit a bit of a purple patch from that point onwards uh, scores from Oshin Pepper Lee Chin uh, from the 65 uh, made it six points to four before Niall Brazel responded for Kilkenny uh, with a free 6-5 uh, after 18 minutes of play Wexford then then hit the front once again through Conor Hearn and then Clara's Paul Cody who hasn't featured too much in a black and amber jersey at senior level he got a score for himself just past the 20 minute mark and it was a 7-6 game at that stage and very hard to argue with it very little between the sides with Wexford that bit more dangerous when it got into forward positions of the field and then the first half really was separated by a flurry of scores uh, from Niall Brazel Tom Phelan uh, and Niall Brazel once again those scores coming um, in a 9 minute period to make it 9 points to 8 in Kilkenny's favour but uh, Wexford then hit the front before the break with uh, four scores without reply from Leachin Conor McDonald um, and uh, they all got on target meaning at half time it was 12 points to 11 in favour of the hosts 
In the second half then, um, Wexford opened the account through Ian Carty. He came on before Niall Brazel, who was on the free taking duties throughout the evening. He opened the account for Kilkenny. Then Wexford hit three points without reply from Darrow O'Keefe, Conor McDonald, and Richie Lawler to go 16 12 uh, in front. Kilkenny then got their opening goal uh, of the game through Tom Phelan. A bit slack on Wexford's part at the back. Tom Phelan saw an opportune time to open the back door. There were the, the back door was left on the hinges, and Tom Phelan got in and put it into the back of the net 1 12 16. Uh, putting Kilkenny back to within one of their Wexford opponents. Uh, and then a good score from uh, Paddy Deegan, good link-up play from Killian Buckley, who, in fairness, did come on and made an impact when he came on. Deegan scoring from the semicircle, and he levelled up the game in, heading into the uh, first six minutes of the second half at one thirteen to 16 and then uh, Aidan Tallis again, another debutante in the Derek Ling setup. He pulled off a great save. Um, Lawler set up Ushin Pepper, who hit a rocket of a shot, but Aidan Tallis, the Liz Downey man, was up to it and pulled off a good save. Um, there was very little b- between the sides in the middle fraction um, of the second half, and as they headed into the final 17 minutes, it was 20 points to a goal in 16. Uh, the second goal of the game went Kilkenny's way uh, just off the hour mark. Bill Sheehan again, um, a really poor pass uh, from uh, a poor pass and it was under hit back to James Lawler was intercepted by Bill Sheehan he was really alert and I think that's what a lot of people associate with Bill he got in and put the ball into the back of the net to make it 216 to 21 points and uh, uh, Kenny just they, they couldn't really build on that um, it was score for score for much of the remainder of the half and then a last gasp goal um, from Richie Lawler a high ball in Kenny were kind of caught and uh, he put the ball in the back of the net deep into stoppage time and that, that really uh, sealed the game as far as Wexford were concerned so 125 to 28 Notable performances on both sides, but ultimately Wexford won the match. Yeah, Liam Ryan was outstanding there in the last uh, few minutes for uh, mm. Wexford. He really, if you like, if anyone turned the game for Wexford, he did at full back. Yeah, very much so. Brilliant. Mm. Yeah, there was yeah. some very good, and D. O'Keefe, I thought, got on some good balls as well. I think Jeremy McGuckin got a score. So um, a lot of pe- a lot of players stood up for Wexford as well, and uh, they seem to. Uh, it's always a tricky place to go for any Kilkenny team, and Kilkenny yeah. kind of found that out last night. Wexford Park was rocking, and uh, I think uh, Wexford used that to their uh, benefit in the last few minutes. Okay, and uh, here's the aftermatch reaction with Derry Kling. Jadwick's Kilkenny and Community Radio Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM for Top Class Sport. So it was a really good game for this time of year. Um, got to see a lot of players again and look, effort from everyone was outstanding. And Yeah, look, disappointed with the result at the end, but can't fault the, player, the effort of everybody involved. We're getting a lot of heavy fitness work into players and getting them back in the hurling pitch as well, like obviously working on things and we've only really been doing that since Christmas. So like you could see there today some... So elements of our game was good and then you know we tired and maybe make a few mistakes and that's that's okay this time of year but as it as we move on and move into the league we need to you know we need to pick it we'll have to pick it up a little bit but um no but I'm, I'm more than happy so far we're kind of taking on a week by week we have a large panel at the minute we're working through it and what we want to have is a competitive panel coming into the league and we'll kind of assess it like every time you go out to play you want to win um, obviously we'll be looking at players and looking at things as well in the league but I think as the year kind of moves on you get closer and closer to championship obviously intensity of things picks up and the pace of things picks up so that's only natural so we have to have that in the back of our mind as well to be ready for that so um, we look at the minute it's about the here and now you know we had a good run out today um, at the minute we won't be in a Welsh Cup final next week so we'll have We'll have a good train a week behind us before we get um, get ready for Antrim. 
Derek, you never want to lose any game at any time of year, but against a relatively strong Wexford team, um, it must be very pleasing that it took until the 74th minute really for it to slip through your fingers. Yeah, look, I, I suppose this time of year, even though you know Wexford had a strong team out, um, you don't know what you know. They're obviously doing a lot of heavy work at the minute, and you know they will be a different team come championship as well. Many of the players I'll be playing, you'd imagine, will be there again. They're a very strong team, and um, but no, like overall, very happy with um, how our lads kind of approach the game. They tired, and we made changes, and you know the lads that came in as well made an impact. So that was really pleasing. Normally, you don't get that kind of an atmosphere until you get to championship. Really, you know that it was a. Uh, it was fantastic for this time of year for us to experience that. Unfortunate with the result, but you know, happy, happy like I said, with the effort and the, the attitude of everybody. What are you discovering now? Because ultimately, this time of the year is about learning and heading into the league and championship. Are you happy where the team is at at the moment? No, I'm happy for for the minute. I'm happy definitely. Um, there's a huge amount of work still still in front of us. So, but like I said, you kind of take it on a week by week, and uh, so far, um, very happy. Uh, with everything and we'll have to drive on now and get ready for the next game Is there a little bit of a danger of being slightly dismissive from the outside saying oh it's only the Walsh Cup and a day out in Crow Park would be fantastic for those players and you can't beat winning No, no, no you can't and uh, look it's probably it's out of our hands now whether we're in the final or not and we'll have to see how matches tomorrow fare out at the minute we're not going to be in it so look that's how we're approaching we're getting kind of ready for training next week and we'll see what happens tomorrow if we're in the final it's a bonus if we're not we have to get on with it and get ready for two weeks time after tomorrow regardless you're going to have to you're going to bring Ballyhale lads in or whatever so it will be a case of cutting down the squad at some stage will it? I know we'll have to at some point yeah um, you know that'll be happening in the next couple of weeks and we'll look at, look at tomorrow's match obviously go up there and hopefully Ballyhale can get over the line and we'll just have to manage then there's obviously a lot of players part of the Ballyhale team that have done a lot of hurling the last the last while as well and need a break some others then we'll be looking at maybe integrating a little bit earlier so look we'll see how that goes first we'll, we'll take that on next week you have a much wanted headache yeah no good headache to have we've last coming back and like I said we want a competitive panel and that's what we're aiming for and like the players in there are making it very hard uh, because they're, they've been super so far Chadwick Kilkenny supporting Community Radio Kilkenny City Sport on 88.7 FM now was Derek Ling there now just uh, on the Walsh Cup uh, well awfully defeated Leash 221 to 123 a single point win there for Offaly and that was in O'Connor Park uh, so that meant then that Kilkenny and Wexford were on the same number of points four points so uh, Wexford went through on the head to head even though Kilkenny would have had a far superior scoring difference but uh, so it was Wexford now against Galway in uh, the Walsh Cup final and uh, Kildare beat down in the um, Keo Cup and uh, Carlo beat uh, Meath while in the Munster Senior Hurling League Cork at 3.14 Tipperary 1.19 so uh, Cork coming with late scores there and Hoggy getting the winner from a free uh, late in the game there against Tipperary uh, Shamrocks of course beat Dunloy 1.22 to 1.15 and Kilmacud Croaks two points to spare over Glen of Derry 1.11 to 1.9 Jim Fogarty tells me for the first time ever two tip schools will meet in the Harty Cup final Cashel against Thurless so it's uh, that uh, Cashel Community School against Thurless uh, CBS I'd imagine and the Ursuline Thurless beat Cashel 112 to 24 in the Munster Senior A Camogie College's final yesterday Boris defeated the Prez of Wexford 16 to 3 points in the Junior B Camogie final also on yesterday and uh, that also Colossia Aunri of Callan 
that uh, they will play Our Ladies of Terenure in the Senior C Camogie quarter final, and that's on this week. So uh, there's uh, plenty of games coming up uh, this coming weekend. Okay, it's time for us to take another little break, and we'll be back then with uh, more results and more reaction. Jadwick's Kilkenny and Community Radio Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM for Top Class Sport. Jadwick's sponsoring Sunday evening talk sport on CRKC, 88.7 FM. Right, and uh, we have uh, Richie Power on the line. Richie, Shamrocks weren't at their fluent best, but uh, they did enough to win it today. And isn't it amazing the way they could knock over four pints in injury time? Yeah, Pat, they probably didn't uh, maybe come with a, a great performance, but nevertheless, I felt that they never looked like losing the game. They, you know, any time they, they came under a bit of pressure, they were able to go the two, three, four points up now. And fairness to Dunlai, you know, they stayed at it and they probably played the extra defender, which uh, maybe frustrated the Shamrocks a little bit. But I just felt that, you know, at, at no stage did I, did I think that the Shamrocks were under any real great pressure. I felt that they were within themselves and they, they were going to win it like. Right. And... Um the, the, I just thought the Shamrocks, well, they missed a few goal chances early in the uh, in the first half, I'd say, and maybe a few a few shots at long range, which usually kind of puts distance between them and other teams. That that was kind of missing today. Yeah, and and, and the pass and probably Pat left them down on on quite a few occasions as well, particularly in the first half. I just felt that they were maybe uh, taking the wrong options and. Uh, you know, I'd say the Suppers and Croke Park was, uh, was as poor as I've ever seen it uh, today, Pat, for a long, long time. And maybe that might, that might have, a, uh, you know, have an effect on that, uh, getting down on the ball and getting it up quick. Like. But uh, I just felt the Shamers were, were making wrong decisions in the first half and, and they went a little bit more direct uh, in the second half. Like Owen, Owen Cody was very, very good the whole way through, I felt. Uh, Colin Finley was a, a, a real danger on the edge of the square. You know, he... He was involved in a lot of the scores uh, that uh, he threw, threw some great ball around, you know. And uh, but look, at, they probably know themselves like they, they didn't play as well as as they're, 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 they're capable of playing. But look, at, it's it's a phenomenal achievement to be better in the final last year and come back and win your own county final and 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 go go to Co Park and win another club all Ireland. It's just uh, like I said Friday night for a small parish. Like it's phenomenal what they have achieved in 50 years. <laughs> it's unnatural. <laughs> it is, uh, it is. you know, like where, you know, some clubs they they give they give a lifetime trying to win. <laughs> Just one all Ireland lady, it's a major junior or senior, like, but you know, they, they, you know, this is this this they're 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 just unbelievable, Pat. You know, yeah, they, amazing. That fair high standards and uh, you know and, and they, you know, like I said, Shamrocksman uh, for you night, you know, he had told me like that they had a few injury problems and. Uh, and I said, like, looking at the two semi-finals, I said the last day, I said, you know, yeah, I couldn't see only one victory, uh, one result, and that's a Shamrock result. And he said, like, like, you know, but, like, you have to turn up. And uh, they probably didn't come with a with a massive performance. But, like, does that matter, Pat? You know what I mean? Yeah. You're going there into the water, and you have to dig it out, whatever way you do it. That's it, yeah. Just do enough to win. That's the main that's thing. It. Mm. That's it. It might, be, it might be pretty at times, but uh, I look at it, I just, you know, like it's fair to Dunai, and, and like, you know, that's their sixth uh, club all Ireland, and like that's a big achievement for a club in its, in its own right, you know. But like, you know, they did come and they did perform, and, and, and they did turn up and they got some great scores uh, in fairness to them. Definitely. Listen, what you make of the Welsh Cup? 
Yeah, sure. Look, it was a great occasion, Pat, and uh, look, I, 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 I think our lads would be, it'd be, it'd be very happy with it, Pat. Like, you know, so you go down to Wexford there, and Wexford probably had more senior players on 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 show than Kenny had, you know. So, like, I think the the Welsh Cup is after being good to us now, and and uh, and you know, like we're after throwing out a lot of players, and and hopefully now, like, probably our next game now will be the the first round of the league in a couple of weeks' time, but. Uh, Look, I, I just felt like I thought the, the, our, our Connie man, Tom Phelan, uh, was very, very good on the half-hour line. And, you know, like, we, we conceded, what, 1-1 one, one or 1-2 one, in the last couple of minutes. And uh, we had a lot of changes made at that stage, Pat. But, um, look, I, I think, I think uh, uh, they'll be happy enough, our lads. Uh, they'll be happy enough now with the three games they're after getting, you know. Yeah, I think so. And maybe the fortnight of a run in into the the game uh, going up to Corrigan Park against Antrim. Uh, that and uh, that's a real slippery one. That first game and uh, playing Antrim, everyone is equal, and anything can happen. Yeah, well, that's it, Pat. And, and conditions, you just don't know what kind of conditions will turn up on the day. Like, and uh, <coughs> I, 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 I personally think we said that are better off not to not to have a Welsh Cup final next weekend. Like I said, it's a long drag to Antrim. And, and, you know, you have your two weeks now to get in that bit of train and, and, and get ready for it. And, you know, if, if, if we could get um, a result in, in, in Casement Park or wherever the game is going to be, and, and then you have Chip, Chip at home, like, and, like, it's phenomenal past the crowds that are after being at the, the, the Welsh Cup matches in the last three Sundays, like, and we're still talking in January, like. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. You know, like, whatever way, uh, you know, you'd have to give huge credit uh, to Wexford's. You know, they sold the night very, very well, and you know, and they got their just reward with twelve and a half thousand people in it. Like, you know, so look, it was a great occasion, and uh, look, I think, I think everyone will be looking forward to the league now. And like I said, it'd be great if we could get that two points in, uh, in, in above an answer, man, and then head into the chip game. And what a game that would bring, and what a crowd that would bring. Yeah, and the game down in uh, Wexford Park was a nice uh, dress rehearsal for uh, the championship as well, which uh, Kilkenny will have to travel to Wexford Park in one of their last games. Yeah, and, and, and you know what, Pat, I was just saying it like, imagine, say, if they tossed the coin for Galway or Wexford and Wexford won it and, and that final went back to Wexford Park next Saturday night again under light. Like, look at the crowd they'd have in it, like, you know, but, you know, I noticed from what I gather it, it's fixed as a. Uh, as a double header with Dublin and, and Mayo, am I right in saying that in the foot in the first round of the football league? So, you know, maybe that's why they bought the Crow Park. But like, there have been another wonderful occasion. It's 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 a fine having the Wexford Park next weekend. Right, right, Richie. Thanks for that. No problem, Pat. And that's Richie Power there. Richie giving his thoughts on the game, on the the um, club final, and of course uh, the Welsh Cup as well. And uh, it's Wexford and Galway in the Welsh Cup final. Uh, in that okay give you um, well a little bit of reaction to the match in uh, in Croke Park today Pat Hoban was the manager of Shamrocks Pat Hoban Pat I'm delighted for yourself Jimmy and Niall of course as well as the players because you know when you take on the Shamrocks you know you're taking those expectations there Pat that you have to deliver and this is one of the great achievements for yourself you led Kilkenny Miners here of course successfully but winning a senior club at the Shamrocks is a great personal accolade as well Oh, Nicky, it's it's fairy tale stuff. Yeah, absolutely. If you told me this time last year uh, here at the watching the last club all Ireland that I'd be here uh, as the manager of this team, I you know I'd laugh at you. But look, that's why you you you, you grab these opportunities when they come, and that's what I said. Uh, for for me, yeah, the expectation was with a lot of people that you should be back here. But as you know, Nicky, 
that's a long, long road and a lot of hurdles to get over. Absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah. And look, when you had to line out today without Darren and Adrian Mullen, you know, I don't care who you're playing, that gives you, you're uneasy about that because they're two serious hurdles you're missing from your starting 15. Oh no! Incredible, as I said. You know, they're they're two county players, like and and at club level to be without that 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 level. Uh, but as I said earlier, Nick, like you just sometimes just gotta take it on the chin, uh, move on. You know, there's no point in in talking about what you don't have. Let's concentrate on what you do have, the players that you have, and. Uh, get them to give as much as they can for the team and they, look at I think they, they all year when I was talking to them last year the, the ghost of Ballygunner was there and they wanted to exercise that they had their 50th anniversary lost some great club men so there was a lot of motivating factors to get out and win this final oh yeah no and as you said you know the, 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 the final I suppose as opposed to Ballygunner was, was the unfortunate thing to lose it but I remember meeting some of the lads back in March before I was involved just by pure chance and speaking to them and what you've mentioned there, those motivations, 50 years, that was a huge, huge motivation. The chance to do five in a row in Kilkenny was probably the biggest motivation, uh, you know, initially. And then you get that far, you say, hold on now, you know, we, we can go another step. To do four in a row in Leinster, again, never achieved before, and now to go with nine all it's just fairy tale stuff. Now, it was never easy, except at the very end when you pulled away four points without a play at the very end. There was never a lot in the game today, and, um, you know, you... you Dudley had opportunities in that match, Pat. Oh, yeah. No, like, I mean, coming into this type of game, I suppose the, the, the average punter was saying Shamrock's by 10 points, this type of language, you know. We knew that, like, we, we, we spoke to the Thomas's guys. People say it was Thomas's were poor. Dunloy, incredible. The speed, the pace. We saw that in the first goal, and we were going, right, we're in bother here. And they're well set up, you know. Like, we struggled with that. They played a deep defender, uh, we we knew that, but we we still struggled to get around that obstacle. Um, so no, Dunlay really really threw the kitchen sink at it. Bit unlucky for more scores, and as you said, Nicky, until the last injury time almost before we got comfortable. Chadwick Kilkenny supporting Community Radio Kilkenny City Sport on eighty eight point seven FM. Okay, we're going horse racing, and Bear Scott has the results. Yes, that's. Uh, Turles was where the action was today and it turned out to be a bonanza for favourite backers with all seven obliging. The first race to 110 was won by number one, Allegory Devassi, 8 to 1 on favourite. Second number two, Bright Chase, 17 to 2, 6 grand. The 141 to number two, Packer Dudaris, 7 to 4 favourite. Second number four, French Dynamite, 11 to 2. And again, six ran. The 210, the winner here was number eight, Stumptown, 130 favourite. Second was number six, Charlie Stout, 12 to 1. And third, number four, Revelant Pleasure, 8 to 1. And 10 ran. The 140 just went to number seven, Belle de Lioness, 7 to 2 on favour. Second, number eight, Molly's Glory, 11 to 4. And third, number one, Arthur, 12 to 1. And 10 ran. 310 was won by number 4, Embassy Gardens, uh, 6 to 5 on favour. Second number 5, Kilbury Warrior, 10 to 1, and 5 ran. The 340 was won by number 7, Hey Johnny, 7 to 4 favour. Second was number 4, Popova, at 5 to 1. Number 3 was an on runner here, and 6 ran. And finally, the 410 was won by number 2, Ferns Lock. Evans favourite. Second was number one, Billaway, six to five, and again, six ran.
Thanks, Bar. God bless, fire. Bear Scott there with uh, the race results. And uh, Benjamin Neesham from uh, the Isle of Luzon, thanks to, uh, to, uh, thank you to the Shamrocks for being such superb ambassadors for Kilkenny, not just in relation to what they've won, and uh, also just to uh, the uh, players themselves and everything that contributes uh, to uh, Kilkenny's inter-county team. And so say all of us. OK, some uh, soccer results now. And uh, the uh, Kilkenny District League saying Kansas Credit Union Premier Division, Thomastown United nil, Freebooters 4. And in Division 1 of the league, Lions nil, Ormond Villa 2. In Division 2, River Rangers 2, Tullerone 6. Castle Warren 2, Freshford Town 2, Thomastown United B 2, St John's 2. In uh, Division 3, Spa United 1, East End United 3, Evergreen 46 1, New Park 2. And in the Ladies uh, Women's uh, Junior Cup, and this was uh, New Park AFC 3, Whitehall Rangers 6, Mill Celtic 3, Willow Park 1. And in the FAI Junior Cup, uh, disappointment here for Evergreen, uh, they drew one all with Old County FC and Old County won 5-4 on penalties and that was in uh, the Kells Road there uh, today. While in the McCalmont Cup, River Rangers B 1, Clover United 5 uh, so uh, that's the uh, score lines there. And uh, in uh, Division, the FAI Under 17 Challenge Cup, Clonmel Celtic 1, Evergreen 2, and Thomastown United 2, Mullingar Athletic 1. And in the FAI Junior Cup yesterday, uh, Crumlin United 4, Bridge United 1. So uh, two Kilkenny teams bowing out of the FAI Junior Cup there. And uh, right, uh, the uh, Liam, uh, the Kilkenny ladies football, they were uh, well beaten uh, today. Or, yeah, yeah, they fell to... Or yesterday, sorry. They fell to Limerick uh, in MWI or uh, Dunmore this afternoon. Uh, th- they, they lost comprehensively in the end. But right. as we spoke to their manager, John Gorey, over the course of the weekend, uh, Rome wasn't built in a day is his quote that's floating all over the place. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Uh, look, we have to give them a bit of time. It's a, it, it's 2019 since they played uh, senior ladies football. Uh, it's a hell of a step to go up to Division 4. So it'll be a long road ahead. I know a lot of the players haven't played together. There's camogie commitments mixed in as well. So um, they have a lot of challenges there, but they're going in the right direction. Yeah, and it's uh, great seeing back in the in the league and uh, getting going, if you like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very much so. Um, what uh, key, your your club mate uh, Keen Kenny was outstanding last night. Yeah, brilliant, especially in the first half. He he, you know, he took two or three fantastic scores. Kind of, he's able to shrug off any marker in his wake and and score from all angles. And um, he's just a fantastic hurler, really, really well skilled. Uh, he's when he when he's put her in that kind of centre forward position, he I think it suits him more than anywhere else. He's kind of able to stick the head up and head for a goal, and he he's a great creative head on him. He can pick off a pass or he can take a score and. Um, you know he's maybe lacking a bit in stature I'm sure that'll come but well, his he's skill after and his getting ability, a lot stronger mm, 
I that, that was the thing that struck mm. me last night. Yeah, yeah, he seems to have a bit more muscle on him, actually. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but I, he yeah. still probably has a little bit to go in that department when you consider the uh, the size of some of the players, even on show last night. You even look at someone like Conor McDonald and the physique that these players mm. can turn into in a relatively short period of time. So, um, there, I'd say that's on his mind now going into the new year. But no, he's just he's a real eye catching player. He's kind of. Uh, the word showbiz comes to mind when you mention <laughs> Keane Kenny's name and he, you have to remember it's only he's only going into his second league slash championship season and he and he's really um, comfortable he doesn't seem one bit phased he you, has a bit of a swagger in that he has a swagger yeah, and, yeah. and a confidence and yeah. like there's a lot of players in that setup that are that have done reasonably well in the last four or five years but they're kind of they're in and they're out and they're they're, out, they're sometimes they're in the shake up and next thing you don't see him for a while and they're they're hovering around the panel King Kenny gives the impression he's not going anywhere anytime soon and he's not one bit afraid of anyone out there so um, exciting times ahead yeah definitely I just uh, thought he had a he had a, um, a, a right game until of course he he, he mm. went off and uh, um, as they changed around things uh, yesterday you know mm. so. and everyone that well, most that came on off the bench had some sort of an impact and you couldn't say anyone played badly I thought everyone um, sort of contributed in some way, shape or form. And like, when you consider that there's still the Shamrocks cohort to go back into that panel, Derek Ling has a lot of big decisions to make now over the next couple of weeks because a lot of the players, especially a few of the under-20s, I mean, Aidan Tallis pulled off a great save last night. Yeah. Um, uh, what do you think of him last night now and puck outs and everything? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, it, they were a bit short at times and maybe they, they might need to be thought a bit uh, more about but him I'm a, I, I've been a big fan of him now like I remember the day in uh, Tullamoreshire with the under 20s where he mm, saved two mm, penalties he's a really uh, established goalkeeper and he, he's assured in his own mind which I always think it's the most important position to know to be confident in your own uh, beliefs and what you want to do with a puck out and, and, and the like so um, I think it's a, probably a year or two too soon for him but uh, he's he has the uh, he has, the make of a great goalkeeper. Yeah, he has wonderful wrists and uh, he has great vision and all the rest. Yeah. And his delivery of a ball is is is, is outstanding mm. as well. You know, mm. so I mean, for that's his first night and out in mm. front, and you're in front of twelve thousand people. And it's all the not rest, exactly yeah. leashing right yeah. down here. It was a more intimidating atmosphere. And yeah, stood and is it Nile Rowe corner back now? Thought yeah. he had a fine game. Yeah, yeah. and and being honest, mm. now I wouldn't be in uh, in the borough circles too. Often, but he wasn't on my radar going into the the Welsh mm. Cup. Obviously, we all know what he was done with the with the underage panels, but just I I didn't think he'd be taking this leap at this stage. But again, he's he's a player that's set into that team and and not established himself, but he's more than comfortable in the jersey. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I have to say, from from the back line up. It has it it has the feel of a, a real solid team. They're they're well able to find each other. As I t- touched on in the report in the first half in particular, the balls were quick and sharp, and there was no one kind of messing around with the ball. There was no real indecisiveness out there, and that that's that's a sign of good coaching as well as confident yeah, players. Yeah. And uh, the competition for places is building up nicely. <sighs> Okay, thanks, Liam. Thanks. And thanks for uh, the long haul today. And uh, you're well blessed now after today. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just taking off the altar by gown. (laughs) Okay. Thanks, Liam. Liam was uh, babysitting the studio here today, of course, as the inauguration of the bishop or the ordination of the bishop took place there in uh, St. Mary's Cathedral. And well done to everyone on that and uh, went really well. And, uh, well, uh, thanks for that as well. Okay. We're off.
and uh, Tommy Dowd is up next and he'll take you right through the evening with some great music bye and God bless take care Chadwick's sponsoring the Sunday evening talk sport on CRKC 88.7 FM